Hello, this is me, Santi, dropping in before the start of the episode because um, I just wanted to say that if you are listening to this, then you are probably aware of the situation unfolding in the Gaza Strip right now. And while there is a lot to be said about what's happening, and while I'm sure there's a lot of you who aren't even fully aware of what's going on, we here at the podcast, and Grayson would agree with me that we can't just sit idly by and do nothing. And if you're feeling bo- like like there's not much you can do um, to help, again, while it's not much, I have included some links in the description of this episode. I've a, put a link where you can educate yourself on what's going on, um, ways you can help, places you can donate. It should still be in your best interest to call your senators, um, ask them to urge Israel Uh, for a ceasefire. Every day, this situation grows more and more dire for the innocent people who have nothing to do with what's going on. And again, I know this is a depressing way to start the episode, but yeah, don't don't just sit idly by. Be on the right side of history. Um, Check out the links down below and enjoy the episode. ハシを回ってやったんだ。生地な目開きうらよっぽど腕がある。あいつの嫌いにいるみたら Hello, and welcome to Viva La Action, the movie podcast where we're talking about all things action movies, the good, the bad, and the underrated. My name is Santi, and with me as always is my co-host, Grayson! What up? <laughs> I'm going to edit in like an air horn. Air, oh, that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Nice. Um, we were just trying to figure out when our one-year anniversary is. Yeah, and then we found out our Apple podcast is uh, in, in German. German. <laughs> Why? Which that's pretty funny. I click. I don't know if I accidentally put my iTunes thing into German. I don't know how that happened. Eh, well. Let me try. Now, now, you, now you gotta learn German. I guess so. Let me just go to Apple.com. See if it's in German. No, it's in English. What? <laughs> I'm gonna type Apple podcasts in German? Question mark. No, just regular app. Why was that one? Li- that was so bizarre. Anyway, it doesn't <laughs> oh, matter. Um, <laughs> That's so funny. <laughs> we're back. Yeah, we are. We're here to attack. Yeah. Um, the first time we've been in person in a minute. It is. Minute. I was going to say, it's the last time we recorded in person was for Ballistic. Oh, God. X versus Sever. Yeah. No, no bueno. <laughs> yeah. Um, the last time we talked was before my birthday. Oh, that's right. Well, but we talked well, in person. person. We've yeah, done yeah. Zooms or whatever. But, yeah. Um, yeah. So welcome back to the room. We're Thank back you. in the room. This the tiny room. room. Yeah. <laughs> this room, which has somehow gotten more cramped yeah. since the last time you came here. Yeah. Um, that's okay. There's a dog asleep on the bed. 
There's the dog um, asleep under our table. Yep. It's a, it's a fold-out. I don't know if we've ever said this. It's a fold-out table. Fold-out table. It's very warm in here. It is. Um, But we're back, and um, one of the things that's happened since last time we talked, um, our, our YouTube has 100 subscribers. That's bonkers insane. I don't know how that happened. I, I also don't know how that... Like, where are you people coming from? I don't know. I, <laughs> I don't know what happened. At some point, one of our videos... Like, most of our videos up until a certain point were doing, like, 15 views, yeah. 20 views. Once in a while, we'd get one that would do, like, 100. Classic. For some reason, Fury got 1,000. I that, don't know why that happened. That's bonkers. And then Ninja Assassin did 10,000 as, <laughs> as of recording. That's uh, fucked up. Golden Vampires, I think, has, like, 300 or something, and then... Um, our most recent one, Train to Busan, is like climbing, but I think it's like 200. Um, so I don't know what's going on with that. But thank you all for yeah, listening. That's um, crazy. Welcome back. Um, yeah. But let's get into the the nitty gritty. Hell yeah. Um, the good shit. The good good shit. The good shit. Guten shit. Good. <laughs> Since we're German now, I guess. Yeah. We we watched a movie this week. Yeah, we did. Oh, oh. It's you know, there's lots of, if you were to like look at a, uh, you know, like, I almost call it a playbook. If you were to look at like the show times for, you know, a movie theater right now, there's all yeah. kinds of movies out, right? Oh, yeah. Killers of the Flower Moon is out right now. I've not even heard of that. That's what the okay. fuck? Five Nights at Freddy's is out. I heard it was mediocre at best. I liked it. Yeah. But. Fair enough. Why watch all of that? Yeah. When you can watch that. a movie from Japan. From 1962. Black and white. Black and white film. Made probably before any of you listening were even born. Yeah. Um, we watched The Tale of Zatoichi, which is a 1962 Japanese Chanbara film uh, directed by Kenji Misumi. Um, the film is based on the 1948 essay, The Tale of Zatoichi. Oh, what? An essay? Um, yeah, I try. Okay, so here we'll, we'll talk yeah. about this more later. But so I read that. I was like, it's based on an essay. That's interesting. Huh. And I tried to find it. Yeah. I could not find it. I don't know. Huh. It, I'm sure it's like in some compilation of yeah. of um, work somewhere. Yeah. But I I could not find this original essay. From what I understand, essay is more like I think they mean more like it's like a short story. Oh, that was gotcha. serialized because okay. it was written in like. 1948 so it probably right. came out in like magazines and stuff gotcha gotcha um, okay so he it's based on a character okay. from a piece of writing okay um <laughs> it stars shintaro katsu as zatoichi with support from masayo banri ryozo shimada jen mitamura and michio minami this movie has a whopping one hundred percent on Rotten Tomatoes. No way. Yes way. Wow. Um, with with the caveat being, there's only seven critic reviews. Okay. But all of them are positive. All so. of them. Yeah. Okay. And the audience score is eighty seven percent, which is still wow, pretty good. That's really good. Um, the film does not pass the Bechdel test. Absolutely, the fuck it does not. There's two women. <laughs> <laughs> yep. And I'm fairly certain one of them does not get a name. No. Um, 
<laughs> Regardless. Yeah. The synopsis, which I actually this time did not get from IMDb. I got Ooh. it from the Criterion Collection, Ooh. which is where this movie is um, being hosted. Um, as tensions mount between rival Yakuza clans, one boss hires a formidable but ailing Ronin as his clan's muscle, while the other employs a humble, moral-blind masseur named Ichi. With its lightning-fast swordplay, sleight-of-hand dice games, and codes of honor upheld and betrayed, the first chapter sets the stage for all Zatoichi adventures to come. Bum, bum, bum. Hell yeah. Now, before we get into the movie's plot and its themes and its spoilery goodness, what did you think of it? It was very good. Nice. Um, I enjoyed it. I watched it before work on Friday. Yeah, it was fun. I I don't watch a lot of black and white films. Mm-hmm. Was this the oldest film? When did Young Frankenstein come out? Oh, that came out in the 70s. Okay. Yeah, no, I, I really enjoyed it. It was fun. Uh, the beginning was a little slow, I think, for me, but yeah. uh, it, it picked up pretty quick. Yeah. It, so. It, it is. Yeah, it's the first... It's the oldest movie we've watched so far, and it's the only black and white movie we've watched so far. Um, and I think definitely, like, without getting into it too much, if you have to be, like, prepared, I guess, because this is, although we're an action movie podcast, I wouldn't really call this an action movie. It's more of, like, a period drama. Yeah. And then there's some action, like, in Sprinkled the middle, in. and then yeah. a little bit at the end. Yeah. Um. Because it's very, like, slow and meditative, I guess. Yeah. There's a lot of... Um, there's more than one scene of a guy quietly fishing. Yes. Um, <laughs> Which I actually enjoyed. I enjoyed those fishing scenes. Yes. It's all very enjoyable. But, yeah, it's not... It, it's not, like, a, a you know, action a minute, you know, yeah. crazy... What we would think of now is, like, a samurai movie. Um, this definitely sets the foundation for... Pretty much all samurai movies to come after it. Yeah. But it's not it's not like John Wick or anything. It's very no. slow. Um but yeah, I, I love I love this movie. I think it's great. I oh, think yeah. it's very like it's the kind of movie where you can like dip your toe into like art films. Yes. Because it does have like the action and stuff, but it's it not does. like <clears throat> just about that. It's mm-hmm. it's very like there's a lot of artsy fartsiness going on there is there's some really beautiful shots oh yeah um especially for it being black and white yeah it's a beautiful and it's i don't know where you watched it but if you watch the like amazon rental version yeah it's the one from the criterion collection so it's a really nice restoration of it that's the one i watched yeah it was very nice it's a beautiful print it i mean looks like it could have been made yesterday like it's (laughs) just really cool and it looked because i just got a new tv and it's a Big 75-inch 4K. It looked so good. It does look really good. And I will say, even though, I mean, you said the beginning is kind of slow. It is. For me, like, I'm very easily disengaged from movies. Mm -hmm. And I was locked in the whole time. Like, even though it's it's a little bit slow, it never really lost me. Yeah. There's maybe one or two moments where you're kind of like, all right, like, wrap it up, you know. But um, I think it kind of all fits together. Because it is supposed to be, like, if you haven't seen a lot of Japanese movies, especially from this era, they all kind of lean into this idea of, like, contemplation and meditation and thinking about life and, and, you know, what does anything mean? What does violence mean? Like, and I I think it all kind of works together 
Um, what did you think about Zatoichi himself? I thought he was a very fun character. <laughs> I I really liked his just like his whole vibe. Um, he it just he was there just to hang out. Yeah, like he was such like yes, he is a very good swordsman, mm-hmm. but he was very passive. Yeah, which I enjoyed. Um, and I and I I can't remember the exact line, but he said something to the effect of like my. My swordsman skill is not for entertainment. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, fuck yeah. That's, I like that. Yeah. Um, and he drew, like, really good boundaries with, like, the Yakuza guy mm. saying, like, I'm not going to fight for you. Like, yeah. But, like, this is dumb. <laughs> yeah. So I really liked him. I thought he was a little goofy. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, he just, he was there for a good time. Yeah. He's a real, like... Because I think if you think about, like, like I feel like if you, if I, you know, tell somebody, oh, it's a samurai movie. Yeah. You know, you get this idea. And I think it comes from things like The Last Samurai with Tom Cruise. Like, people get this idea in their head of, like, super saccharine and serious, like, yeah. dudes who, you know, they think about the honor of war and they think about whatever. And it is funny when this movie starts and... Zatoichi walks in and he's just this larrikin like you know he's a fun loving he's cheating at gambling yeah. and he's you know he's he's loving drinking and hanging yeah. out and you know yeah. he's just the, there's a moment that's very funny where you know they're like where's Zatoichi and he's like he's asleep <laughs> he's just passed the fuck out he's just chilling yeah. and it's like noon yeah. like, <laughs> or, or like when they were like all talking and somebody's like, hey, can we go get him real quick? Because, yeah. like, we got to talk to him. And so that one guy, I think his name was, like, Tate or something. Yeah. He went to go get him. And, he like, he was in the middle of getting a massage. Mm-hmm. And he was like, hey, we need to talk to you. And he was like, no, 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 not right now, not right now. Yeah. I'm getting I'm getting massaged. <laughs> this feels really good. Uh, and then I'm about to pass the fuck out. Yeah. So and uh, he, like, he's dozing. I don't yeah. Know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So very nonchalant. And yeah. I really, I really like that about him. And He's I, a fun character. I do like, because, again, without really spoiling it, like, later in the movie when shit does hit the fan and he has to get violent, I do like that he, there's a great moment where, you know, he's surrounded by enemies and he's like, all right, like, you made me do this. <laughs> I and guess. He, and then he has to, you know. Yeah. And you can tell he's like, I don't like being mean, mean. but yeah. there's times where I got to slash some bitches, you know. Yeah. And um, he, he doesn't draw it out. He tries to make it as as quickly as possible. Yeah. Um, which, I mean, that I, I respect that. It's, you know, honorable. He's not trying to, like, toy with anybody. He's no. just like, all right, we're going to get down to business, get this over with, and call it a day. Yeah, and I mean, that's kind of, that's kind of a hallmark of like samurai s- cinema in general. Um, you know, we're used. To, if you're used to, for example, martial arts movies, a lot of times the way that those movies show that somebody's really skilled is they have a really long, drawn out fight with you know a, a fighter who's equally skilled, and it's a yeah. hundred blows, and they're running, you know, they're beating stuff up, yeah. and and whatever. Whereas in samurai movies, the way you show you're a super skilled samurai is you kill somebody with one swipe. Yeah. And so there's a, a lot of moments where somebody's, you know, coming up to Zatoichi and they're, you know, they're 
playing with him and they're like oh we're gonna kill you or whatever and he's like all right nah, and whatever just, <laughs> yeah it's, it's like that anime thing where he just like grabs the sword pulls it out real quick yeah and then they just like fall in half yeah that's it um and you can tell i would say you can tell with this movie how it has influenced things like anime because oh, he, yeah he has i say we'll, we'll talk about it in the spoilery territory but before we get there um would you recommend somebody watch this movie? Yes. Maybe maybe watch something a little well. I don't know. It it is a good I guess introduction, but there might be other things that you could watch first that might give you a better idea cuz like you were saying it is very artsy. Yeah. Um, and so maybe watching like something that's like not as artsy and then watching this or watching this and then watching something that's not as artsy yeah. just to see like the range yeah. that you can get out of these types of movies would be beneficial. But yeah, absolutely. I would recommend this. Yeah, I think so too. I think if you are into any kind of international cinema and you're interested in getting into Japanese films, especially what what is called like the golden era of Japanese film you should watch this it's just it's a good introduction to that kind of movie making and i think it is good if you are an action movie fan because it has stuff in it where you go oh i see where this came from i see where this you know i see where this stereotype comes from where this or not stereotype archetype comes from mm-hmm. um yeah i think and i think it's fun and and i think it is entertaining yes above all that you know, it, it, at the end of the day, it is just kind of a good movie. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, but we'll, we'll spo- spoiler yep. point of time. Spoiler alert! Spoiler alert! Alert! <laughs> I put more sirens there or something. I, don't know. I like that you think I add anything into this podcast. I mean, some. I mean, you add a, a little intro music. Yeah, and I add at the end of the Mexican American episode, I added that song that was in it for some reason (laughs) that is true i think that should just be our theme song for the actual yeah Yeah. we should all right how are you no (laughs) i'm good how are you doing there was a real pregnant pause for a second there yeah so i wanted to talk a little bit about the background of this movie and just about japanese cinema for a minute fuck yeah if you don't mind let's do it um so i said at the move at the start this is what's called a Chanbara film. I am positive I'm pronouncing that wrong. How's this spelled? C-H-A-N-B-A-R-A. Chanbara. Yeah, that sounds... Chanbara. Like, I think that's about right. Um, There's probably some weird tone inflection thing Probably, in there. yeah. I do not speak Japanese. <laughs> oh, I do, do my I. best to pronounce things correctly, but <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, I barely speak English. Yeah. In fact, I almost just said I barely speak American. <laughs> <laughs> I'm with you. Yeah. I speak like most English. I can speak a li- like tiny, just an iota's worth of Portuguese. Yeah. And I can speak a tiny bit of Spanish, and that's about it. I can barely speak English. Yeah. Yeah. And I know a little bit of sign language. I was going to say, you took sign language in college. I did. I took like two years. I remember. It was cool. I took two years of Portuguese. <laughs> yep. Sure did. <laughs> Did me a lot of good. Yeah. I can say pineapple. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Abakashi. Oh, all right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I can say uh, chicken and rice. Oh, ooh. Arroz con pollo. 
It's the same in Spanish. It, yeah, it sounds... Yeah. I, um, you could not have said that you just spoke Portuguese and or Spanish or whatever, and I'd be like, yeah, yeah. whatever. Anyway, um, so this is a Chanbara film, which means sword fight. So this is a sword fight movie. Chanbara films are technically a subgenre. So there's this wider genre called Jidaigeki films. Um, and Jidaigeki is like period drama. Okay. So it's like a costumed um drama film so mostly they take place in like either feudal japan so like early you know i don't know just feudal japan or they take place in what is called the i can't remember what it's called but it's like the the period right before japan industrialized oh so there's this very short period of time it's like the 1800s where There are still samurai, but there's also guns. Jidaigeki <laughs> <laughs> movies mostly take place in like those periods. And Chanbara films are kind of like mostly focused on like samurai or ronin. Um, there's a lot of movies from this period that focus on the Yakuza, like this mm-hmm. one. And the Yakuza, we, it's funny now because we think of the Yakuza as like the mob, right? Like <laughs> yeah. we think of them as like they're kind of like... I don't know, like the the triads or they're like, you know, the Italian mafia or whatever. Al Capone. And Al Capone. <laughs> and it's like the Japanese version of that. And yeah. it kind of is now. Yeah. But like you see in this movie, for a long time, the Yakuza were kind of just like guys who ran a town. Yeah. Like they're, they're sort of a paramilitary. They're sort of a gang. Um, a lot of times it was like one family yeah. with like the Yakuza. Um so in this movie, you kind of see that like the Yakuza are just like this group of dudes who all hang out. <laughs> and the, at a certain point, they're like, let's go feud with that guy. And they're like, okay. <laughs> all right. And they just enough. rock up and just, you know, kill a bunch of people. Yeah. And yeah. So so this movie focuses on like, because Satoichi's not really a samurai. He's, he's not really a ronin either because he's not like, because samurai in this period was like a very specific thing. It was like you were a noble, like yeah. the son of an aristocrat or something, and you got trained in the art of war, and you had, you know, a, a you know a katana, and you had yeah. all the you know accoutrement, yeah, and you either worked for a master, like you worked for, you know, the the emperor, or you worked for um, a shogun who like ran a certain area. Um, so Zatoichi's not really that. He's just like a blind guy who knows how to use a sword. Yeah. Um, and I do like in this movie that they explain that he's like, the reason he's really good with the sword is just because he wants to be. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's no ulterior motive. No, which I feel is very anime. Like, yes. The idea that, like, if you think about One Punch Man, he's just yeah. like, he just trains really hard and yeah. he becomes a superhero. Yeah. It's kind of the same thing. He's just like. They're like, how did you get into this? And he's like, I don't know. I would want to do. Yeah, they're like, they said I couldn't because I was blind. So I just was like, okay, well, I will then. <laughs> yeah, fuck you. <laughs> um, I just love him. I think oh, he's, he's great. great. He, oh, he's wonderful. I love him. And I like that he's nice. Yes. He's nice, but he's not like... Like, I feel like in a lesser movie... Because, like, there's a, there's a scene I'm thinking of specifically where... There's that scene where... I can't remember the, the character's name, but... She's getting beat up by, like, her ex-boyfriend. Oh, yeah, yeah, And yeah, he's yeah. kind of, like, throwing her around and whatever. Yeah. 
And I like that Zatoichi doesn't go in there and kill that guy and yeah. like be like, you're my wife now or whatever. Yeah. He's just like, oh, I forgot something. Want to come with me? My bad. Like, yeah. Um, you know, he's like, oh, a woman shouldn't walk home alone at night. Like, yep. he's trying to be cool Nicole about Betty? it. Yeah. Without, like, embarrassing her. Yeah. I thought that was a nice scene. It was. It was very good. I enjoyed it. Um, and then they have, like, a really nice conversation. They do. And I like that he is the kind of guy where he's like... She's like, I'm in love with you. Like, we should be. And he's like, nah. <laughs> I'm okay. <laughs> You're funny. Because um, he's like, eh, I'm probably going to hell or whatever. Yeah. So, you know, I might as well just roam around being a being a larrikin, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yeah. Um, he's great. He's No, he's wonderful. So, one thing about the Zatoichi movies. Um, I mentioned this to you last time when we brought it up. But there's a lot of Zatoichi movies. Um, the main series, which all star Shintaro Katsu. Yeah. There are over 25. Um, I think there's 26 or 27 of them. Jesus. Um, speaking of which, they're all on the Criterion Collection, and they sell a box set that's like $200. Okay. And if somebody wanted to buy it for me, like a <laughs> listener, I wouldn't say no. Like, you just email me, yeah. fevilaction at gmail.com. I'll send you my address, and you can send it there. You there know, you, you don't have to, but if you wanted to. It'd be really cool. It'd be really cool <laughs> and nice. It'd be better than a review, yeah. honestly. Yeah. Buy me things. <laughs> <laughs> i mean christmas is coming up it is so coming up you never know and you never know we could we could talk about another zatoichi movie yeah um so yeah so that there's over 25 different ones and shintaro katsu he's kind of this famous actor in japan he's dead now he died no. like in 97 or something but oh, damn um he, he was famous for this character and he grew to really like love Zatoichi, mm-hmm. um, so much so that like he produced like all the movies, right? Because they ran from the '60s all the way up until the '80s, um, and then once the movies finished, he actually produced a TV series. Oh wow! And there's like 70 episodes of this TV <gasps> series. Shit. So if you love Zatoichi, there's a lot to like get into. Mm-hmm. Um, but he basically died with this character. Like he, he played him all the way, like until he died basically. Wow. Um, and Shintaro Katsu, he's kind of interesting. I watched it's on YouTube. Um, and I think it's just called like Shintaro Katsu. Zatoichi documentary, something mm-hmm. like that. But it's like an hour long documentary and it kind of just follows him as he's like producing the TV series. So you see a lot of him like directing and a lot of him acting. Um, and he seems like a real big jerk. Really? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Damn. And like, I mean, it's, you know, I don't know if he started out that way or if it's just like he got really e- egotistical cool. as yeah. things went. But he's like, he's kind of like a drunk, at, you know, Ooh. and he was like, like, there's a lot of scenes and credit to this documentarian. Like he really puts it all out there. Like yeah. there's scenes where he's like stumbling around and like yelling at people. Um, one of his, he like interviews one of his assistants and the guy's telling like, like obviously the, the assistant has like a great affection for Shintaro Katsu. Yeah. But he's telling him like. Yeah, he got mad at a guy the other day because he went like this and wanted a cigarette, and the guy gave him the cigarette on the wrong side, and he got he like yelled at this assistant for giving him his cigarette like on the wrong side of his body. 
Um, Fuck. Yeah, so he seems like a real egomaniac. Yeah. Um, which, like, that's not good. No. Don't do that. Yeah, but it, it literally costs zero dollars to be nice. Yeah, I mean, I... I, I see this all the time in, like, movie circles where people talk a lot about, like, like auteurs, right? Mm. Like, famous directors like Stanley Kubrick or whatever. Yeah. It's like, they make this big deal about, like, oh, Stanley Kubrick made Shelley Duvall do this one take, like, 70 times to, you know, get the right emotion out of her and whatever. And it's yeah. like, you don't have to do all that. No. <laughs> Just do it. Like, do it a couple of times and be like, all right, good enough. Yeah. Like we can use one of those probably. Like, why do you got to be a weird jerk about it? I don't understand. <sighs> There's like this admiration. I mean, I'm sure it all comes from like toxic masculinity or whatever. Oh, 100. Where it's like you got to be the worst person to be an artist. Yeah. You got to be just a jerk, and you got to smoke 50 cigarettes a day. <laughs> <laughs> and that's just not the case. You can be a nice person and be an artist. Mm-hmm. I know it's unheard of, but you don't have to abuse women. No. To uh to be a good artist. No. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. Um I know real big stand on my Whoa. part, you know. Real controversial guy over here. Don't be mean to women. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> Hot take alert. Um <laughs> Yeah, so there's a ton of Zatoichi stuff. So nice. if for whatever reason you're like I'm feeling real ichi today you yeah. know real zato ichi zato i got ichi. an itch for the ichi <laughs> Get the, itchy for the ichi <laughs> <laughs> um oh there's even one so we haven't talked about this movie yet but there's this famous shaw brothers movie called the one-armed swordsman and we were gonna watch it at one point i can't remember what happened but um there's actually a zato ichi movie where he meets the one-armed swordsman oh shit um so they even did like crossovers and stuff Damn. i think at one point they even wanted him to meet godzilla um <laughs> whoa <laughs> who wins godzilla or one blind man um it, probably the blind, blind man, man probably yeah. um just kill him with vibes honestly yeah he'd be like want to gamble godzilla and then he'd cheat you know <laughs> but here's another fun fact for everybody Ooh. out there so I got some more fun facts I'll give you at the end, but here's one in the middle. So Shintaro Katsu, he is the brother of this guy, and I can't remember his name. Everybody would just give me a moment. Just everybody hang on. Stand by. Distract while I look this up. Uh... (laughs) This is good distraction. (laughs) Okay, I found it. Um, Good work. So Shintaro Katsu, he is the brother of... Tomisaburo Wakayama. Okay. Um, and most people will know him because he's the star of the Lone Wolf and Cub series, which is the other big, like, samurai movie franchise. Ah. Um, now, Lone Wolf and Cub, you would probably know because it's what a lot of The Mandalorian is based off of. Oh. Um, it's about a samurai who takes his infant son with him everywhere. Ah. And his son has, like, this carriage that has, like, a bunch of weapons in it. <laughs> so he, he'll like you know and he just like gets in adventures along the along the way nice um so the two big like samurai franchises are starring are both star and are produced by a pair of brothers um which i just think is fun that is very fun and if you see them they look very alike <laughs> nice hell yeah um and the first lone wolf and cub movie is also directed by kenji masumi who directed the first Satoichi movie. Oh, shit. <laughs> um, so it all kind of just ties together. Yeah. So the other big character in this um, is the other samurai. Yes. Um, and he's played by Gen Mitamura. I think that's who plays him. But regardless, he's like this like 
ailing samurai. Yeah. Um, and he's very serious. Yes. <laughs> but I, I like, I like the dynamic between them. Yeah. Like, I think it's cool that they're like friends. Yes. That then have to kill each other. That I love that trope yeah. of like there's these two because it's it's made clear that neither one of them really want okay. That's a lie. The the ailing sick one yeah. does want to fight, but I don't he never really said, but he doesn't want to fight to like the death, yeah. it seems. He just he just wanted to have like a sparring thing. Yeah. Right? Um which, I mean, we see that kind of in, like, Yip Man, right? Right. People go to Yip Man and they're like, I just want to spar with you. Yeah. You know? Um, and I just, I like the respect between them. Yeah. And they're like, we don't really want to be here. Yeah. <laughs> um, this is kind of dumb and stupid. Yeah. Because, uh, like, there's that whole scene when um, that woman died mm-hmm. mysteriously. We all know that the fucking boyfriend killed her. Yeah. Um, the guy sucks. He does suck. <laughs> well, yeah, because he found out she was pregnant. And he's like, oh, I got to go take care of this. And I'm like, no, you don't. Yeah. Shut up. He's the worst. <laughs> he is the worst. Um, and so and so the day after, or the day that her body is found in, like, the river or whatever. Yeah. Zatuichi, like, goes down to go fishing. And... The other samurai is already there, mm-hmm. and he's like, "Yeah, did you hear that woman died?" And Zatoichi is like, "Oh, well, that sucks. Mm-hmm. No fishing. Yeah, nothing else has to die today. We're just gonna, you know, vibe and pay respects to this poor woman who has died." Yeah. Neither one of them knew that woman. Yeah. And so they're. I love. I love their dynamic, and I wish. I wish the ailing one hadn't died. <laughs> yeah. But I do like this idea that, like, because his whole thing is, like, the reason he, because he has tuberculosis, right? Yeah. That's kind of what it's outright said. Yeah. Um, and he's kind of on his deathbed, and they come to him, and they're like, we're going to go beat up these other this other gang. Mm. And he thinks Zatoichi's going to be there. And he sees that they have a rifle and they're going to shoot Zatoichi from yep. far away. And he's like, that's dishonorable. Yeah. You know, so he's like, the only reason he goes is so that Zatoichi can have like an honorable death. Right. And I like that the conclusion of it is he's like, he's happy that he doesn't die like coughing himself to death he dies at the hands of zatuichi who's a man that he respects yeah i just think that's like a nice and it's sad you know and, yeah. and zatuichi clearly feels really bad about it uh, yeah but i like that that's how it resolves is like yeah. you know zatuichi's like i can't save you but i can kill you yeah. and give you a death that you deserve right. as, you know dying on your feet as opposed to dying in bed dying in bed and he does him the favor of that because the other guy does him the favor of making sure he doesn't just get shot from far away you know because yeah. zatuichi would never see that coming right bum 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 <laughs> um oh jesus i just got that son of a bitch <laughs> um yeah well and and the the other samurai he like he because he initially wasn't going to go because he was so sick right and the head of that Yakuza clan, like, they went to go check on him, and they're like, all right, are you sure you're not coming? Because if not, 
that's fine. We just got this gun. Yeah. Right. So that's, and he's like, fuck, fine. I guess I'll go, but you have to leave the gun. Yeah. And Zatuichi wasn't going to go because he was like, this is dumb. Yeah. Like, I just, I don't want to do this. Yeah. Um, but then he found out that the other samurai, because they kind of had, I think they had spoken and they were like, yeah, we're not going to do this. It's, they can just kind of go at each other and right, whatever. Yeah. But then he finds out that that other samurai is going. He's like, okay, I guess I now have to go. Right. Because um, if I don't, bad things will happen. Right. Oh, big yawn. Oh. Um, dog yawned. He did. Anyway. Uh, and so I, it's... I just, I like the honor and respect between those two. And I like that neither one of them wanted this to happen and neither one of them wanted to be there. And it goes back to kind of what I was saying earlier about them just being quick about it and having this long drawn out fight. Yeah. Um, So. I, yeah. I I also like, so that, because that, because there's kind of like one big action scene at the end where Mm -hmm. it's like these two Yakuza gangs are like fighting each other. But then there's also, like, the duel between them. Yep. Um, but I like the other action scene that kind of takes place in the middle yes. where, you know, those two are, they're drinking at a bar. Yeah. Um, and then Zatsuriji's like, I'm a dip. Like, I got to go home. You're, yeah. you're going to talk with your boss or whatever. Yes. Um, and then the boss is like, oh, that's that guy. And he sends out two goons to go mm-hmm. take care of him. And I like that the other samurais, like, tells him, like, all right. <laughs> yeah, it's your funeral. Send those people out if you want to. Yeah. And there's a a really, like, badass moment where Zatoichi's, like, in the forest, and he's surrounded by those two guys, and he's got the lantern, mm-hmm. and he tells them, like, you know, they're like, oh, we're going to kill you or whatever, and he's like, all right, and he snuffs out the, you know, the lantern he's yep. like now it's even yeah because none of them can see. see i thought that was so fucking sick. oh it was it was great i and, was like damn and he he dispatches them with two swipes it's yeah. so fucking cool yeah it, 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 it the way that he fought people reminded me heavily did you ever watch rebels star wars rebels yeah a little bit a little bit you know the the fight between maul and obi-wan oh yeah yeah, yeah. It, it reminded me of that yeah just constantly, just Obi-Wan, like, just dispatching Maul in yeah. the two hits. Well, and, and that's the thing is, like, Star Wars is based really heavily on, like, samurai yeah. stuff, right? Like, that was the original idea of of Star Wars was that the Jedi were, like, samurai. They mm. were these, you know, noble warriors who, you know... Because especially if you watch, like, the very first fight between obi-wan and darth vader it is a lot like a fight you would see in this movie it's real slow you know it's a lot of them doing two swipes and then they back off and it's like you know and you see like when obi-wan gets dispatched it's just one swipe Swipe. yep you know and it's not like and the prequels kind of took it back to like more of a martial arts thing where they're doing a million different things all at once um yeah but but george lucas was a huge fan of and in fact he wanted he originally wanted Obi-Wan to be played by this guy named Toshiro Mifune, oh. um, who he was a, a big player in a lot of Akira Kurosawa movies. Mm. Um, and he had been the lead in a movie called Yojimbo, mm. um, which Yojimbo was kind of the first like proper Chanbara movie. I mean, there, there'd been others beforehand, but it was the first one that had the iconic like 
it's a guy who rocks up and he's by himself. Yeah. And he kind of pits these like two sides of a town against each other. And it's got this great scene where like there's like six dudes walking down the street towards him and he's just by himself and then he like dispatches mm. all of them. Yeah. Um so George Lucas originally wanted Toshiro Mifune to be Obi-Wan. Yeah. Oh wow. Um but he couldn't get him for whatever reason. Um yeah. So it's it's kind of all connected. And what's funny is Chanbata movies in a lot of ways are inspired by westerns. Um really? because like John Ford who's this famous western, you know, US director. A lot of his movies came out in like the 20s and 30s. Mm-hmm. And then right after World War II when um Japan was kind of getting back on its feet and starting to make movies again, a lot of those directors cite John Ford as an inspiration. <laughs> and so a lot of samurai movies are inspired by Westerns. And then it came back around again where a lot of spaghetti <laughs> Westerns were based on samurai movies. <laughs> That's crazy. Everybody, Nothing's original. No. That's crazy. I know. I love that fact. Like, That's very cool. What's it called? The Good, the Bad, and the Ugly. Yeah. And that whole trilogy is based on samurai movies. Like That's crazy. Like I think it's Fistful of Dollars is based on Yojimbo. And... The Good, the Bad, the Ugly is based on, um, oh, what is it? Is it called? I can't remember. It doesn't matter. It's fine. But yeah, they're all kind of based on each other. That's so everything's cool. cyclical. It doesn't, you know. so cool. Yeah. Huh. Oh, there you go. Yep. There's a little history lesson for you. Excellent. <sighs> You're a big old nerd, aren't I you? I am a big nerd. Yeah. yeah. I've been looking forward to this episode because yeah. I love talking about samurai movies. <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> I think the sword, the swordsmanship in this movie was really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, and I loved Zachuichi's sword. Yes, it's very cool. Because I didn't even, like, I didn't realize his cane was his sword. Yes, yeah. Uh, until he pulled it out. And I was like, damn, that's cool. Yeah. Um, I love a good hidden sword and a cane. Oh, God, me too. Oh, yeah. it's so good. I believe, because are you familiar with Daredevil at all? Yes. I believe the character of Stick in Daredevil is based a little bit on Zatoichi because um, he also has like a cane sword. Nice. Um, and I read this fact on IMDb and, you, you know, facts on IMDb. Who, yeah. It's just some dude just saying mm-hmm. stuff. Making shit up, yeah. But supposedly the idea of like a cane sword was it was made of like a lower quality metal mm. than like a, a katana. Yeah. Um, but that's because it was easier to conceal. And so the idea of like Zatoichi is he's supposed to be this like humble looking, mm-hmm. you know, very inconspicuous guy, but then he can just fucking whip your nuts off, you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, I like the, I think it's one of my favorite things in movies where they're like talking shit about Zatoichi. Yeah. And they're like, where even is he? And they're like, oh yeah, he's asleep or whatever. Uh, and then somebody says something and he like pokes his head out. He's like, Hello, I'm actually right here. Uh, and then he does like this demonstration because he just is yeah. like fed up mm-hmm. and he cuts that candle in half. Oh, yeah. Which I thought was, he moves so fast. Yes, he does. Yeah. I don't I don't know if they sped that up or. Probably. Okay. Because it moved quick. There's a couple of scenes in this where um, they shoot it at what was called half speed. Mm. So if you think about like an old timey movie camera. Right. Yeah. It's not like you would set a thing and then it would shoot at a certain speed. You had a crank. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And so what they would do is if they were doing something half cranked, they would crank it half as fast. Oh, gotcha. And so then when you play it at normal speed, 
it looks faster. faster. Everybody's kind of moving around. Right, right, right. Um, they did it a lot in silent movies, but in right. this, there's a couple scenes where people are like running around, and you can tell it's like half cranked. Okay. Um, and I think that may have been, but it, it could also just be that's how fast he was. I don't yeah. know. Um, but I do like old timey special effects where he throws the candle up, he goes like this, yeah. and yep. then there's another shot where you can see a guy throw it from off screen. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yep. <laughs> Because um, it does not land like it was coming straight it, down. Oh, no, 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 no. It was coming from an angle. Yeah, hundred um, percent. But no, that was I. I love that. Uh, and then he like, did he leave and just go eat something? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the other thing. He was eating a lot. Oh yeah, my man loves to eat. Yeah. What was the other movie that we were watching? That... It's Yip Man. Yo, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yip Man just loves to fucking eat. He does. He loves a meal. Yeah. I feel um, like they are inspired by each other. Like, I, yeah. Because they have that same thing where they're like, at moments they're super serious and very yep. meditative and zen. And then other times they're like, hey, I'm a goofy guy. <laughs> yeah, no, for sure. Um, they both love to gamble. Yep. Smoke a cigarette. Yep. Chop a candle in half and then have a noodle. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I just love that he was eating. Yeah. All he's the always time. chowing down. Yeah. yeah. And the food looked good. It does look good. I love Japanese food. God, it's so good. Top top three cuisines for me. Yeah. Japanese, Mexican, Vietnamese. Ooh, that's good. Probably. Big maybe. Fan. Yeah. Big fan of Chinese. Mm. Oh, maybe it's Chinese. I don't know. Big fan of Mexican. Mm. Big fan of Indian. Oh, I forgot about Indian. Give food. me a little curry. Ooh. 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 Oh. I love me some curry. Hey, I've got beef. I got I got Uh-oh. local beef, okay? Okay. And I'm not talking about cows that live here. <laughs> I'm talking about I just got beef with somebody locally. Uh-oh. So there, where I work, right? Yeah. Right around the corner from me, there was a curry and chai place, Ooh, right? okay. And all they sold was curry yep. and chai. All right. And I would go there for lunch like twice a week, right? Yeah. Because you could get like a chicken tikka masala. Oh. Or they had this thing, and I've not been able to find it. It's called like a potato doll. I think. Oh yes. Yeah. And it's like it's like potatoes and like a curry sauce. Yeah. Fucking phenomenal. Yeah. It's kind of like a tikka masala, like it's a tomato yeah. based curry. Yeah. But it's potatoes, right? Yeah. It's incredible. <laughs> and they closed down, right? Oh my god. Because they fired their head chef, and now he's fighting them on who ha- whose idea it was to open a curry shop or whatever. Wow. This is just some local beef that I know. Damn. So if you're listening to this owner of the curry and chai shop. Get over it, rehire him, <laughs> open it back up, because I want some fucking curry when yeah. I'm at work. Yeah. <sighs> Fuck. Fuck. There is a really, you know what, there is a really good Indian place in Santa Fe. Is there? Yeah. It is really, they have some bomb-ass curry. Okay. If you um, live if you live anywhere near wet, northwest Albuquerque, yeah. slash Rio Rancho, there is a place called Namaste. And I've heard of this. It's like Indian slash Nepalese yeah. food. They do a lunch buffet. I want to say like Monday through Friday. It's like from twelve to two thirty. Mm. Check it out. It's great. Can't can't recommend it enough. Fuck. That's been our local cuisine chat. Oh really? Yeah. Oh, oh for the for yes. the for the episode. Yeah. Um. No, I just love. I, I'm a big fan of Indian food. I'm God, glad you reminded so me. Good. I haven't had it in so long. Mm. A naan. Oh. Garlic naan. I love, love me naan. Some naan. 
If you say non-bread, I'm going to stab you. It's just non. Uh, non means it's, bread. It's, <laughs> it's, it's the same thing as like chai tea. Oh, Shut up. Yes. It's just chai. Chai <sighs> equals tea. It's like calling it the Rio Grande River. If you call it the Rio Grande River, I will... The River Big River. I, <laughs> I will commit violence on you. ATM machine. Oh, jackass. Fuck. Mm-hmm. Anyway, mm-hmm. now I'm really hungry and I want fucking Indian food. Let's go get Indian food after this. Let's do it. I don't give a fuck. I forgot what I was going to say. We're talking about a movie. Yeah, it <laughs> I do love Japanese food. Yeah, it's Big very fan. good. Yeah. You ever had a Japanese curry? I don't think so. It's pretty good. Is it? Really? Yeah. I'll have to try it sometime. You can buy like little, if you go to like an Asian market, you can mm-hmm. buy like little packs and it's Ooh. just like a cube and you Excellent. just add water and it makes like a curry. It's pretty curry. good. All right. Um, anyway, it doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> we, this always happens. We start talking about the food in the movie and then we just yeah. start talking about food in general. I'm a hungry bitch. Yeah, I know. Me um, too. Okay. Did you have anything else to say about the movie? I don't think so. It's just a good movie. It is a good movie. I enjoyed it. Um... The I will say the Yakuza bosses were very slimy. <laughs> they were. I yeah. didn't like them. Well, I mean, they are the Yakuza. So, yeah, so, you know. that's true. That's true. Yakuza. And all their lackeys were fucking idiots. Yeah, they sucked. Yeah. We didn't really talk about him, but there is a side character. His name is Tate. Tate. It's spelled like Tate. Tate, yeah. But uh, let's call him Taint. No. <laughs> 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 yeah. Um, he's the worst. Oh, he's terrible. He... Because he gets a girl pregnant. Yeah. And then he kills her, yeah. presumably. Yeah. And then he tries to hook up his sister with one of his Yakuza buddies. Yeah. Who then beats his sister up. Yeah. And then, all that aside, Zatsuichi tells him, like, hey, go buy some wine, some sake yep. for my homie, who's the other samurai. Yeah. And he's like, make sure you get a good bottle. Like it's, the- yeah, it was three good bottles. Yeah. And... You send it, and I should get 160 in change. Yeah. And instead, the guy goes, tells another guy, like, go buy two bottles of cheap liquor. Yeah. And whatever else. Yeah. And then that starts the whole Yakuza war. Yeah. And and then, yeah, he pockets fucking whatever. That guy sucks. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He was the worst. Fuck Tate. All my homies hate Tate. <laughs> He's a bitch. He was a bitch. Fuck. When that happened, when he went and he was like... The two two bottles of the cheapest shit you got and keep the change. I was so angry. Me too. I was like, I hope you get stabbed. I think he did. <laughs> he might have. I think he did. Good for I him. I can't really remember. He kind of disappears into the crowd. Uh, but, yeah. Um, I also like that moment where all this, you know, Yakuza are fighting. Yeah. And then that one Yakuza boss is like, puts a rag over his head and he's like, I'm going to disappear. <laughs> fucking pussy. <laughs> Bro. Guy sucked. Yeah. It was the worst. Like, he didn't even fight his own. He just sent all of his lackeys out to do his dirty work. And he's like, all right, I'm out. Adios. I do like, I did not look into this, but I like that there's a tradition apparently amongst like certain Japanese cultures, I guess, where when you go to war, you take your pants off and you wear (laughs) like a loincloth. Yep. I don't know why that's a thing. I. But I like it. It's mobility. Yeah. It's kind of like the kilt, you know? Yeah, there you go. You don't wear underwear under your kilt. Yep. So you can hide more knives. Yep. Um, I like that they were like, time for war. (laughs) (laughs) Pants off. Put on the G-string. Jesus. I also like that hairdo, you know? Yes. Where it's like shaved on top. Yep. And they got the bun at the back. Yep. I think it's cool. It is. Um, I was watching like 
some clips from other Zatsuichi movies. And there's one, and I don't know the context of it, where he's like gambling with a guy, <laughs> mm-hmm. and then the guy like cheats. And so Zatsuichi cuts his little bun off, <laughs> and then he like grabs it, and there's like dice in the bun, and he like pour. I don't know. Uh, that's crazy. I, tra- I tried to track it down. I couldn't find it. Yeah, that's um, crazy. Yeah, these movies are great. Oh, they're very fun. They're fun. We'll watch them again. All we'll right. watch another one. Fuck and you yeah. know what? I watched an episode of the TV series. It's just like the pilot episode. Mm-hmm. It's really good. Really? Like for mid-80s Japanese TV, which I know nothing about, <laughs> I was I was like, this is really good. Like it's well yeah. shot. It's well edited. Nice. It kind of all takes place in like a quarry. But oh. besides that, it was very, you know. Yeah. It was great. Nice. Um, <clears throat> okay. Before we get into the rating and everything, I got some quick sticks, some fun facts. Oh, no, let's do it. Um, this is just some general trivia that I didn't know where to put elsewhere, but I'm throwing it all in here. There you go. Um, so one thing that I noticed very early, um, we see the Yakuza boss, right? Yeah. And he's having a meeting with this guy who's yeah. like the son of the Shogun. Yeah. Um, and that guy's wife has black teeth. Yes. Did you notice that? I did. Okay. So I looked it up. Because I was yeah. like, is that a thing? Yeah. It was a thing. Um, so apparently, black teeth was like a custom among like aristocracy in Japan. Really? And it's kind of been a custom in a couple of different places throughout like Southeast Asia. Uh-huh. Um, and also, I guess, in other countries as well. But they would basically use this. And I can't remember exactly the name of the substance, but they would use it and like dye their teeth black. That's cool. Because it was kind of this like symbol, like this status symbol. Uh-huh. Um and it was like a really popular custom. Huh. And then it kind of died out. Um, I think it was like it got like outlawed in like 1870 or something. Oh, shit. Like right when Japan started to industrialize and yeah. kind of, you know, do away with the older tradition. But then it kind of made a comeback like in the 1940s um, and then died out again. But you can still see it sometimes like in whatever. So that the fact her teeth are black is not like. A mistake like they right. did that on purpose because it's supposed to be like she's this aristocrat and huh. so it's like a symbol of status i just thought that was a cool detail that is very I interesting. Ne- like i feel like a, in a lesser movie they wouldn't have included something like that yeah no that's really interesting yeah yeah i thought just something had happened no it's just that was huh. a, like a, a tradition um very i just cool. thought that was a cool detail that is very cool detail there's also another moment i can't remember the exact thing but it's like there's a moment where somebody strikes flint over somebody's shoulder yes um, and that was the same the same thing it was like a it was a tradition for like good luck oh um so again it wasn't a mistake or if that yeah. was like a, a very specific intentional detail like salt over the shoulder yeah yeah which yeah. I, I just thought was interesting it is very interesting <clears throat> yeah the, there's that the black teeth and it, there might have been some other stuff where i was just like that's odd yeah but i guess there's context for it yep that's very just a fun fact now you know there you go. Now, <laughs> were you gonna say something? No. Oh, okay. Um, so here's fun fact number two. Ooh, three. So, two, three. Oh, black yeah, teeth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, that was kind of all one. Oh, okay. But you know, all right. All right here's fact. Fun fact number three. So when this movie was released, um, it was released in Japan and then it was brought over to the U.S. Yeah. And like a lot of movies, this was released on a double bill. Um, so it was like this movie and then another movie were played back to back. Oh, um, gotcha. and I could not find the context for this. Okay. But apparently this was put on a double bill with a movie called the black Klansman. Um, ah. now not the 
Spike Lee movie that came out a few years ago. <laughs> the, that would be crazy. This movie was made in the 60s. And it, so it's, it's called The Black Klansman. It's a movie about a man who joins the KKK. He's a black man. Yeah. Who joins the KKK in order to avenge his girlfriend's murder because she's like killed by racists. Yeah. Now, despite the fact that... The, I fell into a rabbit hole this morning. Despite the fact that this is a movie about a black man getting revenge, the lead actor was white. Oh, you gotta be kidding <laughs> me, bro. Wow. Yep. He was a guy named Richard Gilden. That's the whitest fucking and name. I saw the poster and I was like, that looks like a white dude. And I Googled it to make sure, and it was indeed a white dude. And I don't think they put makeup on him or anything to make him black. He's just a white dude. He's just a white dude, and they're, and like, they're yeah, like, yeah, that's a black guy. He's black. Yeah. <laughs> what the hell? Because it was a black and white movie, so I, I I don't know. Maybe they just thought they could get away with it. It's kind of like now when... Wow. This is not a good example, but it's like... It's kind of like now when they get somebody who's Asian, and they're like, you're oh. Native American. Yeah. It's like, I don't think it's the that's same. That's not... Nope. <sighs> Those are not the same thing. Yep. You know, that, you know that show Yellowstone? No. Never heard of it? Nope. It's this famous show everybody loves. And it's on like Paramount Network or whatever. Yeah. Um, And there's a character in it who is supposed to be Native American. She's just straight up Asian. She's not Native American at all. Great. Um, So I'm glad we're still doing that. Yeah, that's awesome. That show sucks. Anyway. Yeah, fuck um, that show. I've never even heard of it, but fuck it. There you go. All right, here's my final fun fact. I'm just going to read this out to you word for word. Okay. In 1969, <laughs> Teruo Sakamaki, a Japanese restaurant owner from Shinjuku, became a Shintaru Katsu slash Zatoichi impersonator. Ah. And he starred in a pink film, read softcore porn, entitled Lewd Priest, 48 Positions Cutting. The film was directed by Karuo Umezawa, and produced by Umatsu Productions, which was reportedly sued by Daie, who is the company that owns Zatoichi, for copyright infringement. Under various aliases, including Shintaru Katsu Lookalike, Rintaru Katsu, and Sing Lung, Sakamaki continued to imitate Shintaru Katsu as Zatoichi in numerous films in Taiwan, including The Blind Swordsman's Revenge, The Blind Swordsman vs. White Wolf, Trust and Brotherhood, The Hunchback, Inspector Karate, and The Devil's Owl. <laughs> And let me tell you, I looked up a photo of this guy. He looks exactly like Shintaro no Katsu. No way. Yes. Like, legitimately looks just like him. And he was like, I know what I'm doing. Porn. <laughs> <laughs> because that's a logical connection to make. Yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. It's like the wow. mid-century Japanese version of, like, a woman who looks like Kim Kardashian doing, like, a bunch of, like, you know, porn, porn? look-alike yeah. stuff. Except it was Shintaro Katsu. <laughs> and, like, he doesn't even hide it. Like, calling yourself Rintaro Katsu? Yeah. Like, you're not even trying to hide no. it. Because this was back in the day where, like, there was no internet. So you could just go to Taiwan yeah. and make a bunch of movies. And as long as nobody found them, it was like, it was fine. who cares? Whoa. Wow. <laughs> That's wild. I found this, like, just tucked at the bottom of Wikipedia. And I was like, hold on. <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> Let's do an episode on one of those. I know. We, oh, my God. If I could find 
one of these movies, uh, that would be an episode in itself. itself. Yeah. Like, just the search for this. Jesus. I just liked that most of them are normal film titles. And yeah. then you have Inspector Karate. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's so funny. <sighs> it's fantastic. That's a, that's the greatest fact I think we've ever had in the show. It's the best way to end the show, I think. I think so. Softcore porn. Ah. Uh, it always comes back to softcore porn, doesn't it? Well, in the famous musical Avenue Q, mm-hmm. the internet is for porn. It is for porn. It is for porn. Yep. Rule, that was Rule 34 before there was even Rule 34. Yep. Damn, you're right. Shintaro Katsu existed, so there was porn of him. So there was porn of it. Damn. Mm-hmm. Rule, 40, rule, rule 34 cuts deep. It does. Anyway, <laughs> thanks for listening. Yep. Uh, now's the part of the show where we give it a rating. Yep. Um, so what would you rate this movie out of um, 10 Inspector Karates? <laughs> <laughs> I will go solid eight. Okay. Solid eight. Yeah. All right. Sticking with it. I'll take it. Just because the beginning, again, little slow. Uh and that 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 one the the scene where that guy was beating up the lady mm-hmm. seemed a little yeah, and it does go for a long time. It does. It? I'm like, are we done yet? Yeah. Um. But uh, other than that, yeah, solid film. Hell yeah, I give it. I'm gonna give it. I'll probably be be there with you. I'm gonna give it eight lewd priest forty eight positions cutting out of eight, <laughs> out of ten. I mean, of, there you go. <laughs> Excellent. Lude Priest is a Lude, great name for a movie. Lude Priest. No, I'm with you. I, it is a little dull. Not even dull. It's a little bit slow. Slow, yeah. And there's not as much action as you'd expect. Yeah. Um, but I like what's there. Yeah. I, w- I, don't, I wouldn't turn it off if it was on. Yeah. Um, yeah. Eight out of ten from me. Yeah. Solid. Solid. Rock solid. Yeah. Like a Lude Priest dick. <laughs> Oh, <sighs> gross. Are we still recording? Yes. Okay. I got a little paranoid. I know. Imagine if it just like turned oh off God. halfway through. I would be so sad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We'd have to talk about it all over again. Yeah. Rintaro Katsu. Um, I also like that in, because I copied this over and like deleted like the Japanese characters because I'm like, I don't even know how to pronounce those. So I'll just, you yeah. know, whatever. I like that one of his aliases is literally Shintaro Katsu lookalike. Uh, yeah. Like, the, directly. Yeah. Like, oh my God. That'd be like if I build myself as I look like Corbin Blue. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, anyway. Um, thank you so much for listening. Yep. If you like this episode, uh, what should they do? <laughs> uh, comment. Yep. Um, like, yep. Um, give us five stars. Five stars. Five stars. That's really easy. It is. You just find where it has all the stars, and then you click the one all the way to the right. Yep. And it'll, that gives us five stars. Mm-hmm. Takes literally like less than a second. Yep. Very easy to do. Absolutely. Um, find us on the socials: Instagram, Facebook, uh, TikTok, mm-hmm. Viva La Action. Yep. Uh, oh, and you can email us. You can. That's crazy. Uh, wild we're viva la action at gmail.com you can send us a recommendation yeah you can ask us a question just say hi you just say hello yeah. you can berate us that's fine that's whatever um 
You cannot send us a weird spam <laughs> offer. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Try to get us to join a pyramid scheme. <laughs> we get a lot of those. Yeah. Um, yeah. Share it with your friends and family. Yeah. Oh, I was going to say, you mentioned YouTube. The majority of our audience now seems to be like they're on YouTube, right. which is totally fine. Yeah. Cool with me. But I, w- I will just say, if you like the show and you're listening on YouTube, all the episodes come out a day early on the podcast. Feed. There you go. So if you want to listen a day early, you can do that. Yeah. We always put them up there first, and then they go on YouTube later. Mm-hmm. Um, there's also a couple extra episodes on the podcast feed, because mm-hmm. I haven't uploaded them all to YouTube, because I'm lazy. Mm-hmm. There you go. Um, I'm caught up now, Yeah. but there's like three or four missing. Yeah. And I'm so, prob- bonus content. Bonus content. <laughs> yeah. If you want to, for whatever reason, keep listening to our dumbasses. Our, our silly voices. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. That's pretty much it. Yep. Um, you'll find Grayson uh, fishing, fishing, and you'll find me reviving this bit that I forgot about. Yeah, and now I'm doing it again. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for listening. Yeah, we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye. Grayson? Yes. I forgot to do something. Uh-oh. Um, oh, why did I just press? It doesn't matter. Um, I forgot to mention what we're going to watch next week. Oh! Um, Lamal. And this is supposed to be like a movie club, and people are supposed to be able to keep up with it. And yeah. And I forgot. Um, nah, nice. It, not that it matters. But, so next week, uh, when, well, not next week, next time. Yeah. When we record. Yes. <sighs> Let's see. Which would be the, the something. The... 19th technically. The 19th? Okay. Which is the Sunday. We may have to record on the Saturday again. But regardless. Okay. 18th. Um, we're going to be watching a certified behanger Ooh. of a movie. It's called 13 Assassins. 13. And that's the number 13? Yes. Assassin. And remember, Assassins is spelled like ass-ass-ins. Yep. Um, that's how I remember it. And uh, it's directed by... <laughs> You're going to have to, I'm going to have to spell this out for you. It's okay. spelled, it's directed by Takashi. Okay. So spelled like T-A-K-T-A-K-A-S-H-I. Mike, which is spelled M-I-I-K-E. Okay. Um, it's from like 2007 or something like that. Um, ish. Ish. It's a samurai film. Okay. That's going to cap off Ronan Vember. Excellent. Um, 13 Assassins. It is a certified banger. Excellent. Uh, and I will say, I'll put this at the start of that episode, but just in case you're listening to this and you're like, I'm going to go check that out. Big old trigger warning for that movie um, for a couple of different things, but Uh-oh. namely implied sexual violence and also r- just a lot of other kinds of violence. Um, so just be aware of that. There's some disturbing imagery in it. Gotcha. Regardless, it's in like the first like five minutes that there's that stuff. Okay. Um, so just so you're aware of that as well. Excellent. Um, 
But regardless, it's a great movie. Nice. It's just furious. Um, Excellent. So we'll, we'll talk about that next time. Okay. And then, after that, I had an idea. Ooh. And I don't think you're going to like it, but I think it'll be funny. So Let's do it. What I want to do, once, we're, once we've done 13 Assassins, yep. <laughs> I want to do a mystery film. So what I'll do, basically, yeah. this is how it's going to work. We'll set a date for when we're going to record. Yeah. And then the day before, yeah. I will email you a link. Oh, fuck. And the link will be to either the trailer for or like a link to the movie that yeah. we're going to watch. Yeah. But I'm not going to tell you anything else beforehand. Okay. I'll just be like, this is what we're watching. Okay. And I'm going to send it to you. Okay. And then you have to watch it whenever yep. you're able. Okay. All right. And I will tell you ahead of time, it won't be a good movie. <laughs> Excellent. Okay. But All I right. want to keep you on your toes. Gotcha. Okay. And I think it, we'll, we'll try it out, see yep. how it works. Okay. If we hate it, we won't do it again, but I just think it'd be a fun... I I think this might be fun. Okay. I like it. So we'll watch 13 Assassins, Assassins. and then after that, we're going to do a mystery, mystery. film. Okay. Um, Ooh, so I'm excited. be prepared. Um, I am... Pre- be prepared. Be prepared. It's a Lion King for you. Oh. <laughs> it's, it's um Scar's little bit. Okay. I've seen The Lion King like once. Ah, I've seen it. I've lost count. Okay. That's all right. So, yeah. Anyway. It's basically Hamlet. Hamlet. Yeah. yeah. I know. I know. Yeah. Anyway, thanks for listening. Yep. Adios. Bye. Again. Again. Ah. Part two. Part two. Ah. Ah. Okay. <laughs> Just licked his penis right in front of me. <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh, and then he went and licked the batteries. And licked the battery. Yep. We're referring to a dog, by the way, everybody. Yeah. <laughs> not a not a not person. a person. Yeah, no, there's just some guy in here. He licked his dick and then licked some batteries. <laughs> it's a wonderful start. Yeah. I just clicked on our Apple podcast link and it's in German. Guten <laughs> <laughs> Tag. <laughs> Why we, is this in German? We are German now. <laughs> <laughs> what happened? <laughs> Why is the <laughs> Ten Witterfolgen Ansengeigen? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god that didn't even help me i'm like what when did this come out it says november great you fucking tv und film <laughs> on huren and apple podcasts <laughs> website der folgen why is this in german what happened